How's it going, everyone? I'm PK. And I'm Bia. And we welcome you to the Patchcast Experience. We're here to share our ideas and stories that we've had throughout our lives. So relax and enjoy this experience with us together. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Patchcast Experience. How are you, PK? I'm a little tired, but I was able to grab a quick cup of coffee before our recording, even though it's almost my bedtime. Yes, I am 24. Did I get my... Yeah, I got that right. I'm 24 and I still have a bedtime because I am getting old. This guy needs his beauty rest. How are you feeling, Bia? Honestly, me too. I feel really tired. I know it's only Thursday, but I feel like this has been the longest week because work is just really tiring. Oh, I bet. That's for sure. But you know, today, there's still a lot of people who are in quarantine right now. And for me personally, I love just asking people what they usually watch on Netflix or it doesn't have to be on Netflix just any shows that's really good and see if it's something that I would like to watch for me personally I think I just do my own little research like I still talk about shows with my friends but when it comes to things that I just personally watch my process through it is just going through Netflix and just finding a show and just adding it to the list and then one day I'll just go through my list and figure out what I want to watch and and that's how most of the shows I watch pretty much start. What's your favorite show right now? Right now? <laughs> Funnily enough, I have started rewatching The Office again. I think this is my fourth run through. So I'd say because it's not only my favorite of all time, but right now it is the favorite show I'm watching. So I'd say The Office. Interesting. Okay. I kind of figured you'd say The Office because I just feel like that's your all-time favorite that every time you get asked what's your favorite show, no doubt it's going to be The Office. So I kind of figured you're going to say that. But for me, I want to say that currently I'm actually watching two different shows. And the other one that I'm watching is food related. So it's called Crazy Delicious. I don't know about you, but I just love watching cooking shows, baking shows. It makes me more inspired to do more in the kitchen. I mean, I do cook and bake, but I'm more into baking than cooking and just watching people cook different kinds of foods and I love how they experiment and combine different kinds of flavors into one is something that really amazes me. I feel like you need to be creative to in order to be like that but I don't know. I mean you you love cooking so do you enjoy watching cooking shows as well? I do enjoy watching cooking shows but for me personally I would prefer watching more I want to say intense shows like Master Chef, Chopped, or Hell's Kitchen, the censored version, of course. I don't want to hear swearing every three seconds. Because for me, even though I know some parts are scripted, some parts are edited, even though I know that may be the case for some of the shows, I just feel as if it's a lot more closer to what a real kitchen would be like. And for me, I still think about cooking in the kitchen, like working in the kitchen industry, and I love it. That's my passion. So being able to watch those kinds of shows is always a delight for me, for sure. Do you get it inspired more by watching or not really? Do you just enjoy them? I wouldn't say inspired at all because... I'm not trying to sound cocky, but for me, I already know what I'm good at and what my creativity level is. So I wouldn't say inspired because I would rather say I'm more appreciative 
of people's work because for me my style of cooking is more homey more cozy more simple so when i see like extravagant or really dainty but beautiful dishes like i appreciate it but for me i don't get inspired i don't tell myself oh you know that's something that i want to do because i know that's not my style of cooking so i would say i'd have more of an appreciation or a love for the art of cooking okay but aside from cooking shows also aside from the office do you watch any other shows that you really like that you would like to recommend to our listeners to give a try for nostalgia's sake i'd say one of the shows that i'm currently watching not all the way through i kind of keep it in the background if i'm doing something would be recess from disney plus recess for me has got to be one of my all-time go-tos if I just want to veg out and sit on my bed and just relax because I just feel it's a complete show where you can enjoy every aspect of it, even though it's dated, I think like in the 90s or around that time. Have you seen Recess before? I haven't even heard of it. You've never heard of Recess? Nope. Well, not until now that you mentioned Recess. Or maybe if you show me a picture, maybe I would recognize it. Is it cartoons? Yeah, it's cartoons. Pull up a photo on your phone. Just search up Disney Recess. Okay, Recess. Oh, yes. Oh, I know the show. I just don't know the title, but yes, I've seen it. Did they call it something different in the Philippines? No, I just recognized the, um, the characters. But That's, I don't remember the story. Because there's a new episode is a new story. So there's no arc per se with regards oh, to okay. Recess. That's so funny that I don't know the title. It's not familiar, but when I looked it up, for sure... I know what you're talking about. Okay, I probably need to give that watch again or something. Oh, 100%. I'd say, oh, do I want to put it in my all-time? It's all-time there for sure. I just don't know where to place it right now. But for sure, you should revisit that. What's another show that you're watching currently? Well, aside from Crazy Delicious, I also love watching game shows. So it's either Flores Lava or Awake. Have you heard of Awake before? Oh, I think I saw the trailer for that. Is that where they stay awake literally for 24 hours and then try to play a game like uh, Minute to Win It style? So basically how the game works is that there's a pool of quarters. They would just get as much as they want. So they would start counting without any calculators, no pens, no paper. So basically they're just counting in their heads how much they've got. And that's 24 hours. They're not going to sleep. So no sleeping. And then after 24 hours, that's when the host so calls them. And then they play games. So only one person pretty much at the very end will only get a chance to win a million dollars. So basically how the game works is they need to guess. So pretty much they counted all the quarters that they counted when they were awake for 24 hours. But then since they don't ha- they didn't have a calculator, they didn't have pens or paper, it's all in their heads on how much they counted. So it could be right or it could be wrong. That's the whole game show? Yes, that's the whole game show. Picking up quarters, staying up 24 hours, and then whoever gets it right gets a chance to win a million? Yes, but then after the 24 hours, they're going to go inside a studio and they would play mini games so okay. there's there's also elimination now that you explained that part it makes sense because in my head how can a show be continually streamed if that's the whole premise count quarters stay up guess because for me that would be so boring but now that you mentioned there's mini games that makes more sense now i actually just finished it it was so nice what draws you to those kinds of shows 
I just love watching that kind of show because it's just really fun to watch. I just love game shows in general, even like Minute to Win It. I know in the Philippines, I would watch that. And here, because they also show that on Netflix. So I love watching just game shows in general. Would you join a game show given the chance? Probably not. No? Why not? Okay, if it's on TV, then most likely no. Because I get really nervous. I don't like being in front of a camera or... So rather than stress about the actual objective of the game, you'd be more stressed out about the cameras focusing on you? Yes. Oh my goodness. Why? Would you join? A hundred percent. I want to okay. do something so funny that I become a meme. Because there's an episode in The Floor is Lava where they're triplets and one of the triplets tells one of the brothers, hey, get up here, use those muscles. And he's like, I can't. And then the other brother replies back, what do you mean? You go to the gym every day. Finally, the third brother tells him he hasn't gone to the gym in weeks. And he's like, yeah, I haven't gone because I'm sad. And that part has just been memed. So I want to end up being a meme. So you just want to join a game show because you want to do something funny? Because I want to become a meme. I want to become like a GIF, you know, where people send to their friends. Do you say GIF or GIF? GIF. 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 Gift? How can we not talk about English right now? (laughs) Okay. You know what? One of my favorite shows too is Schitt's Creek. I love watching that show. One of my coworkers suggested it and at first it seemed like, okay, maybe it's just too old of a show that it wouldn't appeal to me. But then I started watching it. And to be honest with you, the first few episodes, I didn't like it as much because they just seem exaggerating. Like their acting was just a little bit forced. Okay, maybe not forced. I want to word it as they're trying so hard to act that it didn't just come out naturally. But then season two onwards, it just kind of picked up. And it was really nice to see the improvements. What would you say one of the highlights of the show for you would be? I can't remember which episode or season, but maybe it's closer to the end wherein they've gotten closer as a family mm-hmm. and they've realized that family is really important. And I love how their relationship throughout just improved because I know in the beginning they're not. Like they weren't as close as a family because they, they're so rich. So I feel like that's one of the highlights for me in just seeing them grow as their characters. I like those shows where they have a sentimental value or a little heartwarming feeling or message when it comes to it. Especially when comedy shows do it, I feel as if it's a lot more effective because you're so used to laughing. You're so used to having a lighthearted feeling. But then when they put something warm and touching, it kind of goes an extra step because you wouldn't expect that coming from a comedy show, right? Exactly. I feel as if with Shit's Creek, I finished it, I believe, a month ago. I had the same viewpoint where I found the first, I think the whole season for me was a little hard to get through their production wasn't as smooth or clean as the rest of the seasons as you were saying but as well another thing that i noticed as if they hadn't had a huge character development in season one they were just introducing everyone all at once and it felt a little cluttered but moving forward they kind of had an episode that focused on one person of the cast which i really appreciated because it made the character more involved in the show rather than just oh this is a whole community that we're filming right yeah exactly i love how they just really improve all throughout and i don't think you've seen the 
last episode where they actually did interviews and stuff like that. And okay, I don't want to spoil it too much, actually. I love how Dan and his dad are actually, they're related. Obviously, they're related in real life. And they're the ones who produced the show. They incorporated a lot of family influence. You can really see that throughout the show, too, that the cast really started to develop unity and chemistry that they had as a crew, even though that Dan and Eugene reflected a very big family vibe, which really strikes close to home, which I think that's one of the reasons why I thoroughly enjoyed Shit's Creek. I would love to watch it again. It's something, it's a show wherein I'd love to just go back. And I know that when it ended, I actually cried because it was such a good show. But aside from Shit's Creek, there's another show that we both are actually currently watching. It's called Unbreakable, Kimmy. Smith. Schmidt. Oh, Schmidt. Uh, let me help you out with that. It's Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt. I'm actually having a hard time saying that last, especially to with Shit's Creek. Before, I'd be like, oh, I don't want to say the first one because it sounds Schmidt. like I'm swearing. Schmidt. Schmidt. No, Smith. I can't say it. Schmidt. Schmidt. There you go. Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt. Unbreakable, Kimmy Schmidt. <laughs> I'm not doing it on purpose. I just can't say it. This is what happens when we're past our bedtime. Yeah, it's actually 9.30 now. One more time. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. There you go. Oh, I got it. Yeah. Because I know it shits Greek before. I didn't want to say the first word because my tongue always gets twisted and it sounds like I'm swearing because I would always miss the H. Oh, C-H. Yeah. Because it's spelled S-C-H-I-T-T-S, or apostrophe S, sorry, mm-hmm. for Schitt's Creek. So you don't have to worry when people are like, oh, are you swearing? No, it's a show on Netflix. Search it up. Relax. So we finished season one already. What are your first impressions of Kimmy Schmidt? She's very positive. I, I actually wonder if there's still people like that nowadays, or maybe it's just in the movies or maybe shows. She's always happy. And the first season, for sure, it really captured my attention, especially the character named Titus. I just feel like Titus' character and Kami's character, they just really work well together. Yeah, the chemistry between those two seem very organic. I actually love how it's super short. For me, I, I guess I have a love and hate relationship with shows that are quite long, like an hour or something long. Because mm-hmm. it could feel a little bit dragging. But with Kimmy, it's like friends. It just goes by so fast that you don't realize, oh my goodness, I've finished season one already. And the story was quite flowing, I'd say. At first, I thought it would be one of those shows where every episode is its own story where there's no continuous story. But I actually thoroughly enjoyed the fact that each episode had its own unique traits, but also followed a storyline in the bigger picture for season one. Yeah, I actually can't wait to watch it more. Mm-hmm, same here. Now that we t- we're talking about it, I just want to watch it again. Just blast through season two. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I'd say Kimmy Schmidt is working her way up there in the show charts for me. Are there other shows that you want to recommend to our listeners, Bia? It was included in the top 10 list for Netflix. So basically, the show Never Have I Ever is about a teenage girl and she's trying to get through high school and she wants to become more popular because back in middle school, she wasn't as popular. And this show just reminded me of the high school experience. And it's such a fun show to watch because obviously, we're not going to spoil anything. 
but the ending was definitely a plot twist. I feel like I really need, I'm looking forward for season two. Is it confirmed or is it just speculation? No, I just said I wish there's season two, but I don't think there is season two. Or I'm not sure if they're trying to create one. They haven't said anything. Have you seen it? No, I haven't. Not sure if it's my kind of style. But you just never know. Because at first too, I was like, oh, it was probably for teenagers. Or, well, you know, their target audience is pretty much like teenagers. But when I watched it, the first episode was, eh, it could be better. But it was really good. I thought they were just hyping it up so much and for me i don't if someone's hyping about something i like to see it for myself and see if it's actually something that's really good to see mm-hmm. or if it's just something that was just too hyped up when it's actually not really good how many episodes are there in the f- season one i can't remember i want to say at least 10 oh okay so it's it's pretty established eh? it's not yeah it's not a very long and I'm assuming each episode is like roughly 20 minutes around there. Oh, that one, I think it's 35. Oh, wow. Four to 40. That's actually. Wait, you know what? Let me confirm. I don't know. I forgot. Okay, it's. I'm so happy because I just looked up Netflix and it said it's official. Another season is coming. There you go. <laughs> okay, I was just like looking through the episodes. Actually, the first one was 28 minutes, the second one is half an hour. The third one is half an hour, and the fourth one was 22 minutes. So it's not very stable when it comes to how long it is. Like, for example, the fifth one is close to half an hour, and then it goes back to 23 minutes, and there's 10 episodes. Oh, okay. If I'm not mistaken, this was the creator of the show, Mindy Kaling. She is also a writer and a star in The Office. So, and I heard really good reviews for this show. So it might be something that I'll take a look at, actually. You need to see it super good okay i don't want to sound like i'm hyping it up so much and then you just end up not liking it but you just have to see it for yourself if you don't like it then you know you don't like it (laughs) oh of course i'm not gonna force myself to like it just because it's related to someone from the office but i'll give it a fair shot yeah before we end this episode pk is there another show that you want to recommend our listeners to give it a try I want to say this also ties into the cooking shows that we were talking about earlier, but this show has a little bit of a spin to it. And I thoroughly enjoy it because I suck at baking and this show called nailed it. I think I would do well in it. I would do well in a bad sense and people would make fun of me because they take mediocre to bad home bakers or amateur bakers and they put them into grand scale baking show where they get to quote unquote try to bake these wonderful different types of sculptures or different pieces. And of course, them being not the best bakers, they just end up with kind of wacky and weird results at the end of it. And the judges are, of course, one of them is the host and she kind of livens up the show but then the two other judges are either really famous chefs or really famous bakers and they critique the contestants quite hard even though they know that they're home bakers and it's just a fun lighthearted show if you're not super into baking because baking's not the whole part of it so you get a little bit of a comedy aspect thrown in as well you know what i find so interesting because i actually i love nailed it and i can't remember which season i'm on i'm actually on now but 
Because I always watch it. I would go season one and then I would go season two, but I haven't even finished season one. Because it's just the same storyline, just different people. But what I actually found so interesting is that nailed it. They do win money. Was it $10,000? I'm not 100% sure, actually. I can't remember, but there's money involved, right? Yeah. And they're not pro bakers. So it's just for fun and they're trying to recreate something that a pro baker has done something before. But with this show that I'm currently watching, Crazy Delicious, they're really good at baking, but they only win a golden apple. And I actually tried looking it up. I was like, oh, maybe the golden apple like costs something, but it doesn't cost anything. It's just more of like a, a trophy, like a reward or a recognition of what they're capable of. And they're hoping, so that show pretty much just promotes those cooks in hopes of they can get more exposure. So there's no money involved. And I find that so interesting because in my head, for Nailed It, it could be just a trophy or a golden apple like that. But instead, they actually win money. I just realized that now. And it's kind of crazy. But I guess, I don't know, if you really love what you're doing, you don't really... I don't know, but I also feel like... You know, you're already there and you've worked on something and you're tired. Might as well just get money. It doesn't have to be big. Or maybe they got paid in a way. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure. Like, I read up on it why they don't have money. It's because it's a public-funded television show. Don't quote me on this, but that's what I read about. That they can't give away cash prizes because it's a public funded show. So it would be like giving away money that they got from the public, if that makes sense. So that's the reason why that Crazy Delicious doesn't have cash prizes. Okay, that actually makes a lot more sense. Did you just look it up now or? No, I looked it up when I saw the first couple episodes. Okay, gotcha. Well, Bia, there was one show that we both mentioned, but I don't want to talk about Friends just today because I feel as if the Friends show is so good that it deserves its own episode. I agree on that. I feel as if Friends is one of those shows where I'm not saying it's a perfect show, but I just feel as if majority of people can really enjoy it. It's very relatable. It's very timeless. Even though that some parts are dated, I'd say it's still quite good and relevant in today's climate, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I just love watching Friends. Even just playing it as a background noise, I love it. Mm -hmm. It's so funny. Like, I guess it just never gets old. Yeah, that's for sure. Well, Bia, this is episode 9, which means next week is going to be episode 10. We have a little bit of an announcement. We don't want to say here in today's episode, but be sure to tune in to next week's episode to find out what that special surprise is for everyone. Thank you so much for listening in with us today. And don't forget to follow us on Spotify. For more updates and behind the scenes, head over to our Facebook page and Instagram at PatchcastXP. We'll catch you again at our next episode. It's Bia and PK signing off. 